Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Let's talk about the top waiver wire ads from the weekend next on Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. Welcome into FBT in 5. As always, make sure to follow and stream us on Spotify. Today is Monday, September 26th. I am Frank Stample, joined by Scott White. And let's start with the biggest waiver wire pitchers from the weekend, Scott. Jose Quintana has allowed just two earned runs total over his last four starts. He's 67% rostered. His final two starts are both against the Pirates. And then John Gray was also solid. He went five innings against the Guardians. One hit, one unearned run, uh, but only one strikeout. So he's 65% rostered. Final two matchups at the Mariners, home against the Yankees. Who do you like more? Close call between those two. It has been encouraging to see uh, Jose Quintana go combined 14 and two-thirds in these past two outings, the six and two-thirds against the Dodgers, and then eight before that because the previous six starts, he didn't go six innings even once, you know? And that's been his biggest problem all year, just despite maintaining a low ERA. Jose Quintana has struggled to go deep enough for you to care. Uh, so he's coming off those two great starts, gave you some length, and then he gets the Pirates twice. Hard not to love that. I do think John Gray is a better pitcher. And that first matchup against the Mariners is okay. The Yankees, not, uh, you know, less so. Uh, now, it kind of depends what you need more. If you need ERA more, then Quintana is the better choice. If you need strikeouts more, despite having just the one in the start over the weekend, I still think John Gray is the better bet. Wins, you know, maybe Quintana. So I want to complain about either choice. Um, Maybe a slight edge to John Gray since I think he's the better pitcher, but it's, you know, I wouldn't fault you if you preferred Quintana for those matchups. Okay. In Sliper deep, slightly deeper leagues, I do have four other names here Scott Aaron Savali, solid at the Rangers this weekend. Dean Kramer threw a four hit shutout against the Astros. Just awesome <laughs> start for him. Braxton mm-hmm. Garrett. Uh, went six innings, one run ball, six strikeouts against the Nationals. And then Cody Morris was solid once again at the Rangers. Five innings, two runs, five strikeouts for him. How do you rank those four, Scott? Cody Morris, Garrett, Dean Kramer, and Aaron Savali. So the only one who is among my 10 sleeper pitchers for this week, Quintana and John Gray both were, but the only one of this this next group here is, is Cody Morris who had kind of been getting stretched out at the major league level after missing most of his minor league season with injury. It's kind of weird how the Guardians handled it, but it's obviously gone well and has gone five-plus now in his last two. So to have upcoming matchups against the Rays and Royals, I like that a lot for Cody Morris. Uh, of the others, I would rank them I would rank them Braxton Garrett, followed by Dean Kramer, followed by Aaron Savale. Savale is the only one of the only one of them making just one start over the next 10 days. Garrett, I think, you know, he's just been so solid since the start of June. ERA below three, whip below one, more than a strikeout per inning. And while the Braves matchup is tough, 
he gets the Nationals to begin the week. That's a really favorable matchup right now. I think particularly if you're in like a roto league and you're chasing wins and or strikeouts, you have the most ground to make up in those categories. You could go ahead and, and try Braxton Garrett, even though he just missed the cut for my sleeper pitchers for this week. Kramer, the matchups aren't great. Red Sox and Blue Jays. And again, Savale just has one start. All right, well, let's move over to some waiver wire hitters. I have a group of four corner infielders, starting with Patrick Wisdom, who had a sock and a shoe on Sunday, his 25th home run, his eighth steal. He's 70% rostered with nine games. Eduardo Escobar had a big weekend. He is 72% rostered with eight games left. Vinny P, Vinny Pasquantino, six hits, including a home run this weekend, 68% rostered. Uh, and then Joey, two hits, Joey Manessis, three home runs over his last four games. The guy just will not slow down. 54% rostered with 10 games remaining. How do you rank these four, Scott? Wisdom, Escobar, Pasquantino, Joey Manessis. No, you can call it with the Joey two-hit stuff because I think Joey Manessis is just Babe Ruth at this point. It like, <laughs> doesn't matter who he's facing. The production continues. Seems like every day he hits a home run or has multiple hits. Overall, 326 batting average, 943 OPS. I don't even love the matchups that much for the Nationals over the next 10 days, but they're playing 10 games in 10 days, and I don't see how you sit Joey Manessis right now. So he's number one. Vinny Pasquantino's number two. The third baseman, Eduardo Escobar, Patrick Wisdom, you might you know, you know, might have more of a need for a third baseman, uh, but I don't love their matchups as much. Between the two, I would prefer Escobar to Wisdom. All right. We're going to wrap there. For more extensive fantasy baseball coverage, listen to the Fantasy Baseball Today podcast on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, your smart speakers, or anywhere else podcasts are found. And thanks for listening to Fantasy Baseball Today in 5. We'll be back again on Wednesday morning. Bye-bye.